Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Disney's uh, Adventures by Disney Vacations. Specifically, we're going to be answering your questions that you've sent in to us. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts. Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hello. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, John. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Better now. All right. So <laughs> this is about Adventures by Disney Vacations. These are the questions that people have sent in to us that I've collected over time that either have come to us through Facebook or um, directly through email. Folks have written to me. I want to know what uh, answers to some of our questions. So let's get started. When I look at the Adventures by Disney trips, they have minimum age requirements, anywhere from four to eight years old. I thought Disney was a family-friendly company. Why would they do this? Are there any quote-unquote kids-friendly trips you would recommend? Uh, first of all, I should start out with ABD is hard and fast on this. They will, if there's a minimum age requirement, there's no flexibility. You have to fit within that. Uh, I think the reason they do that is because they, the trips are geared in a certain way. There are family-friendly trips. I am all over the board with this. I'm you gonna, are. I'm going to go back a little bit. The age requirement is pretty much set in stone. Many of the trips, the trips are geared in a certain way. Now, each trip will have... Children are welcome on the trips unless it's an adults-only trip. They do have adults-only departures. And there will be certain activities that they deem adults-only within, the, uh, within the trip themselves. Things like wine tastings, things like that. Uh, visit to the Louvre when you're visiting Paris. However, they have activities that are geared toward children. Um, they, while during the wine tasting, they might have a gelato tasting, something like that. In the Louvre, I know they were doing things like the uh, junior art investigator thing. So there's always a children's activity. There are, again, they are very specific about what they think is the appropriate age. It could be the amount of walking, the amount of touring, the amount of museums, the amount of thing activities you're going to do that are strenuous. There are family-friendly trips. I know that the outdoor trips, the Montana trip, uh, the Rockies, things like that are aimed at families with even younger children into the four but it's more outdoor activities it's not touring a museum uh backstage magic is a very popular trip however you get to see things that could spoil magic for a young traveler and i have people ask me all the time do you think my child would enjoy this and my response is always the same you know your child better than someone else are they going to enjoy seeing the way the magic happens, or are they going to want to experience the park? I would say the same thing on any other trip. Are they going to enjoy the things that are part of the trip? You know them better than I do. A lot of these European trips are very heavy in history. Culture. Culture. So, you know, maybe your kid isn't into it. We went on one trip. Uh, little boy was so into the history of where we went that it was, you know, you know your kid better than anybody else. I think the minimum age requirements are really just to make sure that Everybody on the trip can have a good time, and we're not worried about perhaps tiring out a young child with the amount of exercise, the amount of walking there might be, and long bus trips in some cases and things like that. Most adventures are fairly busy. Strenuous. I don't know that that's the word I would use. I would say busy. There's, you know, you're going for a good part of the day, so I think they do take into account... And th what they've done is they've decided these ages based on the interests and average. Now, there's always going to be an exception. Right. It might be that your child would love at four to go to every museum there is. The average four-year-old is not going to enjoy a museum. Right. So they can only kind of make an average across the board. You would hope that most people would know their children and what they can do. We all know not everybody follows suit. So if they left it open, you know, I think for the enjoyment of everybody – they just realize that certain minimums are just kind of what they have to We've be. We've been very lucky. We have not had any trips where a child has melted down. Oh. Um, I, so I think the minimum ages actually are good. <laughs> Except for that Italy trip where I melted down. That's <laughs> true. 
Well, it's four to eight, not 48. <laughs> Every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Somebody will bring that up, and it just makes us laugh over again. <laughs> I said this one on another show. We're going to do a show where it's just our favorite stories from our trips. One of these days, we'll get together. We'll just and that's one of mine. That's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> um, going back to kids-friendly trips, from the ones we've done, definitely Backstage Magic is kids-friendly for sure. It's a Disney-centric trip. It's also a great introduction. Which one did you just say? Backstage Magic. As long as your child, as long as you're not worried Right, that the magic will be that spoiled. That the magic will be spoiled because in the title is backstage. Right. So you're getting a lot of backstage information. Absolutely. Um, again, and I also think my opinion is this is a good starter trip, starter adventures by Jersey trip for a lot of people. People tell me the Costa Rica trip is very family friendly. The activities are very Costa family friendly. Um, they used to call it Cowboys and Canyons, but now it's the Southwest, the Arizona. I think Italy, the Italy trip, Rome, Florence, and Venice. I think that can be family friendly because of the children's activities that right. they add to it. The guides do a very good job of creating that second uh, uh, activity for when we have kids on the trip. I'm going to show you some of the secret sauce. What happens is when there are people on the when kids are on the trip. First of all, as adults, you now have x number of extra sets of adult eyes watching for your child and i'm not suggesting anyone is parenting your child i'm just suggesting that i think it's nice to have that many extra adults knowing where your child is and i think that happens without anybody asking the other thing is the guides are so great at interacting with kids that they then become the helpers on the trip and if there are other kids on the trip we've had trips where all of the kids sat in the back of the bus and just had a great time. So it becomes, it's very easy for this to become your travel family. And I know people who tell me they don't like group tours, they don't like this. It's a very hard thing to explain until you've done it. But this becomes, this becomes the group you're traveling with. These have become your friends. These are become the people that you now can share these experiences with. I'm going to say there was one trip that I do not think that many kids would enjoy. Again, there'll be exceptions to the rule. People tell me, no, my kid would love it. I didn't think the San Francisco trip was really kid-centric. Oh, it's not at all. You're yeah. right. So that, to me, felt more there like... There never seemed to be anything that would... Right. Appeal just to kids. Right. I mean, again, the guys do a great job, take them aside, do different things. But for that short weekend, there was a lot of you know, museum things. I think we're all happy. Really Anybody you book with, I think they're happy to discuss... Whether your child, this is the appropriate trip for your child, but I'm going to rely on your knowledge of your child because I don't really have any. I have to rely on what you tell me. Excellent. All right. Uh, moving on to our second question. Adventures by Dim Dimini. <laughs> Adventures by Disney has similar itineraries to other tour companies, which are much less expensive. Is ABD really worth the price difference? There are other amusement parks. Is Disney World worth the price difference? No. It's a good point, right? There are it's a Disney quality. And if you see the value in that, yes, it's worth the price. Um I'm not going to get into what other tour companies offer, but with ABD, you get two dedicated guides who are there at the start of the trip and they are there through the end of the trip. And these are Disney trained guides. One of them is almost always a Disney cast member, and the second one is someone who's gone through the process and of being an adventure guide. Many of them have come through the Disney guest services area of the company. So these are people who are who have those skills. Usually, there's very often someone who is extremely familiar with the area you're visiting. If there's a foreign language involved, they are almost always bilingual. The other thing is that Disney will bring on what they call step-on guides, where if you're visiting a certain area, they will bring in a local expert who can fill out the rest of the information about what you're seeing. I've touted him more times than I can possibly imagine. In London, there's a man named Stephen, and Stephen is a step-on guide. And when Stephen starts talking, he made what I thought was dry British history he had us all sitting there, and we were, our breathing was so shallow because he turned it into such an adventure that everybody was listening. Because he was trying to do it, so he wasn't broadcasting it all over the Tower of London, but everybody was up close to him to hear what he had to say. So he made it 
even more interesting. Um, it's wonderful having someone with you who it is does speak the language in the country you're in because you never know. I was in Italy one day and one of our guides, I had severe heartburn. And I took a guide with me to the pharmacia who explained to the pharmacy what I needed. So it's great to have somebody with it. I want to say, too, about that. I know you don't want to really compare to other tour companies, but we uh, we know someone who was a guide for another tour company. And what she explained to us was they say you have two guides, but one of them is your bus driver. Right. So she said, I, I was the official tour guide, and I was the person who was running around and doing everything I could. And then the next person who was supposed to help me was the bus driver. So you really don't get two dedicated guides. Um, a lot of times Disney will get will always be the best, most expensive hotels. People will say that. Well, I don't have to stay in the best hotels. Trust me, once you've stayed in the best hotels, there's a difference. The other thing is, and again, I am not denigrating any other tour company, but I have heard from other people who have done it, where when Disney tells you you're going to the Coliseum, you are going to the Coliseum with two tour guides and a step-on guide, as opposed to a drive-by in a bus as you drive around and see the Coliseum. Or the other, to get one step further, your guides have arranged for entrance into that attraction early, separate, ahead of other people, where most tour companies are getting in line with everybody else. And you see that when you pass the line and there's that person with the old car antenna with the <laughs> scarf tied <laughs> exactly. around it. Tattered um, scarf. I always say I'm going to bring my own car antenna someday. Um, I would compare it if, you know, do you think a Disney hotel is better than an off-site hotel? If you see a value in the Disney quality, then yes, you're paying for it. I'm not suggesting that it's cheaper, but you're paying for it. But yeah, I see a price difference. Do you agree? Yeah, a couple of things I've noticed. Um, in my previous travel agent life, I sold other tour companies. So I'm, I was familiar with a lot of names. I know a lot of companies that are out there. So when I'm traveling with ABD, I'm always interested when I see other tour companies. So I like to see how they're operating and what they're doing. Um, and, you know, there's sometimes little differences. When we were in Ireland, um, we were staying at the same hotel as another company. But when we got there, we all got off the bus and walked into the hotel yep. where, our, where our, somebody was standing there with our keys to give us. Right. While the other tour company, they were all waiting at the bus to get their luggage and to go stand at the counter Don't and check in. Don't you love that when you see them pulling your luggage and right. you think, so, you should have booked Adventures by Disney. Something, another thing I see. Um, we really love the Italy trip. And when you leave Tuscany, your luggage is sent on a different form of transportation to Venice. So when you arrive in Venice, you are then immediately in Venice. There's a gondola ride. ride. There's yeah. a tour of Venice. There's lunch. It's all part of the tour. And when you get to your hotel later that day, your luggage is in your room. I like seeing... I see the difference is when we do that and you then pass a group who is getting off the Vaporetto, which is the Venice version of a bus, and they all have their luggage and they're following the person with the sign and they're all um, luggage in Venice because most of it is cobblestones. You can always tell when luggage is coming. It's the click clack and you see 30 people dragging their multiple bags to their hotel. And I think to myself, ABD has Tinkerbell that moves your luggage right. for you and you never have to move it. We were at a venue in Ireland as well um, where we had a special dinner and they pick a king and queen for the dinner for the royal court and they pick other things. The king and queen always comes from the Disney tour group. There's other tour groups in the room when this pre presentation is happening, but the Disney mm. people are front and center. Right. The, you, do you know what? I, like yeah. they're always a tiny little. And I'm sorry if you're walking through the paddle. And I don't know if you can see it behind Kevin's head there. If you're walking through other countries with the Adventures by Disney paddle, then Disney means something worldwide. Right. And it just Absolutely. means something. It makes people pay attention. It, I think turn. it opens doors Absolutely. Um, that maybe other companies could not. Figuratively and literally, because we have been on tours where we've gone to places where people have pulled us aside and said, you know, no one else gets to see this. Right. That this is because Disney and their name has Disney been opens doors. Right, exactly. Uh, we've been in places on trips that just aren't open to the public. We went to a museum in Siena. 
Yeah, that that trip has changed and Siena isn't currently part of the adventure. But we got to go in a museum in Venice or in Siena, which I wasn't excited about, but in my mind was one of the best things we've ever done. So, yeah. Um, and then, of course, there are the trips that are really exclusive to Disney. You cannot do a backstage magic at Disneyland unless you are booked through Adventures by there Disney. There are parts of that trip that are exclusive. Yeah. yeah, for sure. There are things that you can't get anywhere else. When you do the New York City with, you know, the behind the scenes at the Disney shows and the things Amsterdam like that. Theater, yeah. And Good yeah. Morning America. There's yeah, a- if there's, you know, if you have interest in that, those are very Disney specific. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, we, again, big fans of Adventures by Disney. We think it's worth it. We think it's worth the difference in price. Uh, it is truly a luxury vacation. Well, just to prove that, we have three already on the books for in yep. the next 18 months. Yeah, and I can tell you as well, um, we we joke a lot about our different travel budgets. <laughs> and even for me, who tends to not have as high of a travel budget, I think it's worth it. Um, it I can't have three on the books. That's not realistic for my travel budget. But it's something that we do try to do every couple years because we enjoy it so much. So it's something we'll save for to do it. um, Now I could use another company and do it maybe a little bit more frequently, but I would rather save my travel dollars. And when I have enough, you know, do it with Adventures by Disney. We recently recorded a show about going to Alani. We might, we do not have an unlimited travel budget. We might be able to go to Hawaii more often Mm -hmm. if we stayed someplace else. Right. However, I don't want to stay someplace else. I'd rather go. Yep. I might be making this up. Isn't it true that other tour companies allow for larger groups? Sometimes. Sometimes Um, larger, sometimes smaller. Yeah. No, but I'm saying in general, they will book more people. Like Disney has a cap of 40 for their groups. That's not as hard and fast a rule as it used to be. But the average group is 40. And I thought other tour companies allowed for more than that. Not quite sure about that. All right, so moving on to our next question. Are there ever any discounts available on on an Adventures by Disney vacation? Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, With the release of 2018 dates, there's been an early booking discount. The early booking discount is running through July 20th. However, it is limited to a certain number of spaces per departure once those spaces are filled that departure no longer has a discount attached to it uh there are discounts if you are a repeat guest they have what they call the insider discount if you have completed two adventures you are now they they attach numbers to it you're an adventure two and you would get a hundred dollars off per person every to for each new adventure you book sometimes that changes from year to year. In the past, they've done $300 per reservation, which works out if you're a party of two. If you're a party of four, it's not as great because if you were a party of four and an adventure insider, you would have gotten $400. It's just a different uh, promotion. Um, I think this year they ran a promotion on the Rhine and Dan. Just the Rhine, I think. It was the one they had trouble. I think it's the Danube. They offered a discount on Danube river cruises. I think they have more river cruises than they had been able to fill. So there's been a discount on that. Now, that discount came very late. It came after most people's final payment. So it's not the kind of thing that you really can wait for if you're trying to plan. If you're planning, if you're a U.S. resident and planning a, US, or a European vacation, waiting till the last minute is really not feasible. Also, you know, Disney Adventures by Disney follows a Disney Cruise Line model of pricing. As the trip fills, as more people are booking it, the price does go up. Right. The price so, does increase. Uh, opening day, first day, as soon as you can book, is always the best option to get mm-hmm. the best price. If they do offer an early booking, as Kevin said, it's limited, so you want to get in there right away. Some trips this year didn't have an uh, early booking discount. There was a new Iceland trip. That was not that part no, of the early booking discount. Correct. Now, I would also say that there's kind of a misnomer out there that there's a DVC discount associated with Adventures by Disney. That is not the case. There is no discount associated with being a DVC member. There is, however, a DVC guarantee. And as John has explained, this is the Disney Cruise Line model. 
as a departure begins to fail, the price will go up. It increases. And which means the same thing. It will go up and increases. Um, you know, um, as a DVC member, if you book, you are guaranteed the original opening day price. You would have to provide me with your DVC number and I can get you the opening day price. I cannot guarantee, this does not guarantee space available. It only guarantees the lowest pricing. Right. That's one of the perks of being a DVC member. So if you wait right to the last minute and you say, now I want that DVC lowest price guarantee, the trip's full. Right. There's nothing you can do about that. And before we move on from discounts, Dreams Unlimited Travel offers a booking discount on each and every trip booked. And it is based on the cost of your trip. Something that I think is really great is it's based on the entire cost of your trip. That means if you add additional nights or book airfare through Adventures by Disney, that increases your Dreams booking discount. In my mind, it is the one and only way of getting money off your airfare. Up to $1,300 back, depending on the final price of your total vacation. There you go. Adventures by Disney. All right, that brings us to our next question. Why would I book an Adventures by Disney vacation with Dreams Unlimited Travel? Well, like any other vacation, you could choose uh, to book directly or you could choose to book with somebody else. Why would they pick us, Kevin? How many trips have you been on, Tracy? I think six, maybe seven. Well, we just had our special pin made. 18, was it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we actually are up to 21, but I don't think they count three of them. Yeah, three of our trips I think there's them. a great deal of expertise here. We have a tremendous working relationship. Yeah, Craig's been on one. I've been on three. He's been on three. Craig has been on three. What? And you've only been on six. I want to know, did you pay for Craig's three? All three of them. <laughs> All three of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to renegotiate. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you could work that computer board back there. So That's right. I'm going to have Ben teach me. Um, there's a great deal of expertise here. There's a, yeah, great, there's a great working relationship with Adventures by Disney. We have gotten – Adventures by Disney has agreed to work with us where they have customized trips for us. On top of that, you get the Dreams booking discount. And I, I think – our reputation. I'm always happy to tell somebody, call Adventures by Disney and ask about Dreams Unlimited Travel. Ask about Tracy. Ask about Ke- ask about Kevin first, though. Um, <laughs> Save the best for last. Ask about <laughs> Kevin first. <laughs> oh, Tracy, she's only been on six. <laughs> Craig's been on three. Okay. Yeah. You should probably just ask yeah. about Craig. Don't ask about Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what I'm I mean, saying is there's a great deal of expertise. Right. There's a great deal of there's knowledge base. You've done that many times. Many times there's been that sort of final sales pitch of, well, why would I book with you? And you're like, listen, don't take my word for it. Call Adventures by Disney directly and say, I want to book with Dreams Unlimited Travel. I've been talking to Kevin. They will give you. I am very proud of my reputation with Adventures by Disney. Yep. It's also, and I'm not going to go into any detail, but it's really good to have an advocate on your side. Absolutely. in In the recent past very recent past, and a decision was made that I didn't agree with. And I fought for, for my a, client. For a particular client, they made a decision on something they could or, could or could not do. And again, I'm not going to give details, but I was able to get ABD to agree to give the client what I thought they deserved. They agreed with me. So there's, it's nice to have an advocate on your side. Um, also, again, product knowledge is key. Um, there are things that Kevin knows to do with Adventures by Disney to make sure that you have a good vacation. I don't want to go into too many details. I don't want to give away any of your secrets. Nope. But he will make sure he asks certain questions, uh, make certain notes on your reservation, just to make sure that your trip is perfect. That's perfect. It. Book through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Don't be weird. <laughs> Because uh, that wasn't weird. <laughs> yeah, right. I had one of those in another show where I rolled this and I got really perky and it was like, you both just sat there and looked at me like, what? <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, here we go again. I am a DVC member. No. No. <laughs> Can I book my Adventures by Disney Vacation with Dreams Unlimited Travel using my D- Disney Vacation Club points? No, rent your DVC points and then come to me with cash. I think like we've said on other shows, DVC... Um, Disney Vacation Club is another travel agency. So it's just not possible. And it's not that I don't want to. 
Yeah. It's that I can't. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, you know, thinking about this, I wish they would give us like commission points. Right. Oh, I would <laughs> so I would so work for DVC points because DVC points can More then be exchanged. <laughs> I would do that. Heck with food. Yeah, if you're listening, Vacation Club. <laughs> we actually have started in our house. Anytime a purchase is to be made, John looks at me and goes, "Do you know how many DVC points we could buy?" That's <laughs> right. I was just Alani. Again, cannot book it. DVC members, sorry. Um, you have to go through member services. Through member services. However, we can book that DVC guaranteed lowest price if you pay pay by cash, and you would also get our early booking discount. That's another thing that confuses people when we use the word cash. Right. It does not mean you have to give me dollars. Right. It's a credit card. It's a debit card. It's, As opposed to points, you're right. paying with dollars. And right. Not doing that. No Bitcoin. No <laughs> Bitcoin. I do not take ref, uh, refundable bottles. <laughs> I, I do not take your Shell gas card. So. All right. Moving on to our next question. Uh, I read on the boards, on the Diz boards, about this box Adventures by Disney sends you. Can you tell me more about this box? Don't do it. Don't tell him. No. It's a mystery. Because it's part of the it's part of the fun. I don't think I, I can. Right. Here's the deal. The information's out there. We won't give details, but I would hope that the excitement about booking your adventure is that you get to go on a fabulous trip. Adventures by Disney sends a goodie box. It used to be about forty five days prior to your departure. There's a small handbook inside that describes what each day is going to be like. Please understand that this is an outline. There are no times involved. And that anything is, the possibility of things changing is great. An example, we were in Italy one day and the people who ran the museum, we were in Florence and the people who ran the museum where the David is housed went on strike. From 9 a.m. till 11.30 a.m. <laughs> they had a very specific strike window. Um, that is not uncommon. We were supposed to go see the Statue of David in the morning. We went and saw the Statue of David in the afternoon. Things can change. That's right. So that's what's in your... Um, and there are some other travel-related goodies. There is a great deal of discussion that the box has declined in the amount of goodies... And the quality of the goodies. I would hope that you're not spending this much money to get free travel tchotchkes. It is a bonus above and beyond your trip. I find the new box less than exciting. In the past, they've been, but we're going back a dozen years now. Right. No, 11, yeah, 11 years, almost a dozen years. Um, it's just a goodie box, and it's now coming through a different company, an outside vendor that is sending it to you, and now it's happening about two weeks before you go. I need to let you know that I don't, I cannot redirect the box unless you tell me months in advance. If you all of a sudden you call me and tell me, well, I'm going to be leaving early for my trip, that is something I would have had to known much further in advance. No, I cannot at the last minute change direction of your box, have it sent to a foreign country. It is, there are also um, restrictions on where the box can be sent. We talked about this on other shows. It is mailing things to a foreign country outside of the United States. It's gotten easier. They now send the box to Canada. For a long time, that was an issue with Canadian customs. But sending the box abroad often runs into a great deal of problems with customs. It runs into a problem with advertising laws in different countries. Yeah. I, I actually think the handbook that they send is useful. In addition to an outline of your trip, it usually has things like weather, what to expect weather-wise. What to pack. How to pack. There are uh, Tipping the guides. There things are like that. things... Um, emergency contact information to share with your families. I don't want to overstate this because it might not always happen. If you didn't get your handbook, many times the guides will have a couple of extra copies. I can also ask ABD to email you a PDF version of the handbook if you're going to be away. And that's something I can do at the last minute. I cannot redirect the box. No. I cannot 
at the last minute say, oh, I'm decided to leave four days early. Could you have it mailed to Paris? I can't do that. But I can have a PDF emailed to you if you want the handbook with you when you travel. It's fun to get a box. It's always nice to get something in the mail. It's not the end of the world if you don't get it. The things inside are not spectacular. They're nice to haves. They're not neat. They're to cute. It's a, it's a right. the, the the big thing here is remember remember the the big goal here is the you adventure trip itself, right? All right. So moving on to our next question, uh, I see that some trips are listed as quote unquote adult only. Besides not having children on the trip, is there anything different about an adults-only trip versus the others? The adults-only trips are clothing optional. <laughs> so if you want that nude you know, trip to Iceland, this would be your For best bet. For the most part, they're not wildly different. There are, on family-friendly adventures, there are children's activities that would take a guide away while you were having a wine tasting, while you were visiting in a museum, while you were doing another adult activity. Um, they do. Uh, they have a children's movie night. So during a dinner, one of your kids would go see a movie and have different food. Those things are not. So you have your guides are more focused on the adults in the trip. For the most part, they're not that different. There could be differences. There could be extra wine tastings or something like that. But no, for the most part, they're just child-free. I'm always amazed by the people who get very, very concentrated on, I have to take an adults-only trip. What are you amazed about? Ask me. So you you would only want to take it? Really? I, if given the choice, I would take one. Yeah. Wow. I'm just amazed because I don't... I've been on trips with children and I have, I find no difference in the flow or my enjoyment of a trip i think it depends on the children you, a lot of the trips that you're doing are with groups of people you know so it's or, cl- or, or clients know right and so it's interesting to you to get to know their children to get to know their families and you want to know if you're really? traveling with a stranger group um not everybody has the same child rearing skills a lot of people get on vacation and, and figure that Hey, I'm on vacation. My kids can do anything they want. Fear of a brat is what you. I'm not afraid of them. I'm just more annoyed by them. (laughs) I want. I want to go back a second. I actually don't know that that's true. I want to. The most of the trips, the the group trips that the Diz does, the Dribs and the Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel. They don't include children. They wind up being usually because we travel in. A lower priced time when kid, 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 oh my gosh, we travel off season Mm -hmm. when kids are out of, not in school. When When kids kids are are in in school. Or are in school. Right. So we don't have a lot of kids on Diz exclusive trips. But we have traveled with kids for sure. What I was going to say is we've done other trips and I actually find having kids on the trip adds another dimension to it. But I really enjoy kids that especially are not mine. Right. And I'm the opposite. I enjoy my kids. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I've only been on one that's had young kids. And the problem is there was like two little monsters and they were just influencing all of the other kids saying like, well, we're acting bad. So you can start yeah. copying our habits. And enough time has passed since that trip I that I can now bad are. talk them. But exactly. I Again, mean, you know, that it falls back to Tracy. That's a parenting thing. Go back there and tell your kids, stop right. misbehaving. We actually did that on one trip. <laughs> we did one trip. <laughs> We're um, not afraid to parent your children. <laughs> I'm not afraid to parent you. <laughs> um, I, If that's something, I would tell you, if that's something that you think could bother you, then yeah. there are definitely adults yeah. only. Now, the options are far fewer. Yes, they are. Yeah. And... Again, they're usually in what I would call the shoulder season. And I would tell you, it wouldn't deter me from a trip if I had no other choice, right? If a, if a choice, if a trip that I wanted to do does not have an adult-only option that would work for me, I would still do the trip. Gotcha. This is, but if given the choice, I've raised my son. We're an adult empty nesting couple right now. I don't want to be bothered by your children because... Y- they might be delightful to you, but they may not be delightful to everybody else. Now, see, I used to be a kindergarten teacher. Right. So I approach this with, I can usually handle kids. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, why take the chance? <laughs> right. Do you know why, why chance it? Because it could really mess up your week or your vacation. And they're not any more expensive or any less expensive. No, not at all. It's so. just, 
they're usually very specific dates and there's not as many of them. Right. If I'm going to go see a kid's movie at the theater, which I do sometimes, I'm going to go see the next, you know, the newest Disney animated. I'll try to go to a later, you know, departure. Maybe there'll be a little bit less or a later showing, showing yeah. you know, so... You hate children. I don't hate them. (laughs) I'm more fearful of obnoxious adults than I am. Well, you know what? That's my thing. It's not the children I have a problem with because children will be children will be children. It's usually parenting. Well, that's (laughs) it. I'm not afraid to parent the parent either. (laughs) Right. So, and it's just a personal choice. If I cannot have it, I'm going to. We actually did have to say something one time. All right, let's move ahead. All right. So, our next question. I know that Adventures by Disney gives out pins. I'm an avid pin collector. What can you tell me about these pins? Can we stop talking? Like children. <laughs> Tracy's not a pin collector. I am a pin collector. I love the pins. I just think people put a lot, way too much stock in these pins. I would say it's like the box. Please don't book a trip to get pins. It's kind of an expensive way to accumulate or amass a collection. However... Adventures by Disney does have very specific pins for each adventure. Exclusively made. And they give you a pin. There is a pin of the day. And when you get your handbook, there is a theme of the day. And each day the pin will coincide coincide with that theme. And I got to tell you, it's a nice Disney touch. These pins are not purchasable. You cannot go into a store and buy these. They are specifically for adventures by Disney. And as you collect more adventures, you get a pin. After your first one, you get, actually on your first one, you get an adventure pin one. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's true. I think you've got to be on your second. I don't believe there's a number one pin. There's no one pins. Oh, you didn't get yours? <laughs> I got my minus one pin before I went. So as you, as, you, as you become an insider and you take more and more trips, your pins will have the number of trips you've taken. So it's fun when you go through the – depending on the guide and the trip, they might do it um, at different points during the trip, but they'll acknowledge the folks who have been on multiple Adventures by Disney vacations, and they'll say, you know, here's Tracy, here's three, here's – so-and-so, they've done more. So that's cool to get, too. There's also the Adventure by Adventures by Disney pin. That's their logo. That's another thing that you get. Now, I'm also going to tell a secret. I'm hoping people don't do bad things and lie. But if you're celebrating something on an Adventures by Disney trip, there's a special pin they will give you. So, for example, uh, Kevin and I celebrated an anniversary. So we got a special Disney's Adventures by Disney anniversary pin. On one However, of our someone trips. else told them about that too. I think it was you part- cannot lie about your birthday, right? Because they they're gonna know your birthday. When they because your part birthday. of booking your trip is I have to give them your date of birth. Chances are, if you're traveling out of the country, there's a passport involved, so you can't tell somebody. However, you could tell them you're celebrating your birthday, and they would be happy to accommodate. So one of the things that's really great is these are again you can't buy them exclusive. Only get them on these. Specific trips, specific to the trip, specific to the day. Um, Pins have become part of the Disney culture. And people love them, and they love getting that little extra thing. you sure there's no one pin? I'm almost positive there is. We'll have to do some research and see if there's a one pin. Or you could just trust us. (laughs) Or you could just trust me. We could, except we know you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought they had a... a, uh, um, solder the one and the eight together for our well, trip. At one point, you thought you were going to get two nines. I did. I they, <laughs> they can't possibly have enough pins for us. Um, Pete actually has the only pin that's 20. He has a 20 pin, and that's the only one made out there. So he's done more than anyone ever. All right. So let's move on to our next question. I've booked my first Adventures by Disney vacation for 2018. What tips and advice would you give a newbie? I would tell you, first of all, relax. Yeah. You've got a ways to go. That is the hardest part of booking an Adventures by Disney trip. There are discussion boards on the floor on the Diz boards where each of the trips is discussed. There are trip reports that you'll probably be able to find a trip report for your trip. However, if you're one of those people who do not do not want any of the surprises spoiled, I would avoid them. I would do research on the places that you are going to visit 
where there might be something you want to see that's an on your own type of thing. Uh, I'm, that's going to be a biggie for me. My my advice to someone: don't read everything. Don't read about all the spoilers because people will spoil every minute of a trip. And I think, come on, that's part of the fun. Now, there's also I would tell you that just because you read it on the disboards doesn't mean it's going to happen exactly. on your trip. I would explain that vendors change, uh, availability of certain things changes. I would tell you the same thing about it. Uh, taking a trip to Walt Disney World. Just because it happened for someone else, it does not mean that it will happen for you. I would tell you to, as I said, investigate the places you're going. I do that. I try to do that before we travel. And we were lucky enough that we went to a, a place in France, and I got to eat in the restaurant that Julia Child ate in. If you've seen the movie Julie and Julia, she credited it with the restaurant. That restaurant as her inspiration, inspiration being to be wanting show. to be a chef. So I knew that was in the town and I made a reservation there. So I would tell you things like that. There will be on your own time in many of the places you visit. That would be part of the itinerary that you can see online or through your travel agent. And I would just tell you to sort of enhance your trip by what you would like to do in on your own time. Now, there are certain places where I would tell you in Venice, in Venice, just walk around, get lost. Don't don't make special plans. Just experience Venice. Other places I would tell you, find out what you want to see and do. I would also say um, try to, well, from doing a couple now, I know, but I always, uh, I always tend to overpack, and I think a lot of people do. And the big thing when we went to Central Europe is um, we figured, oh, we're in Europe you got to be you got to dress up a little bit more when you go out for dinners and stuff because of the the culture and i think we ended up bringing probably 7 days worth of dress clothes that we didn't wear a single time because you just you know you are moving on their itinerary on the nights you have off and you have you know dinner on your own um you know you might have that option there but during the day you're going to be wearing comfortable, casual clothes. I also um, don't want to. Who wants to go back yeah. to the hotel and change into long pants and a dress shirt? There or, are people who enjoy doing that. Yeah, and that's your thing. Do it. Almost Disney Adventures by Disney would be very clear if you were going. If part of your itinerary was required a certain clothing style, they will tell you that this dinner will be business casual or you know if you're going to someplace like you're doing the italy trip and you're visiting churches mm -hmm. there's certain appropriate dress codes for being in the churches that you have to wear so the men's shorts are supposed to be kneeling right. uh, women are supposed to cover bare shoulders so there are things like that but then they also tell you that you can take a scarf with you in your day back right. my big tip for anybody going on their first one is to really 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 relax because this is an all-inclusive trip. And from the moment you get off the plane, someone's going to be waiting for you with a sign. Then they're going to take you to your, uh, your hotel. And the guys are going to work with you for every single day. Even on your own time, they will help you work it out. When you, if you're sort of nervous and, and panicky and you want to double and triple check everything, you're just going to make yourself crazy. Because it's such a great experience to have someone take care of all of that for you. If you're traveling someplace exciting or exciting to you, the old adage of bring half the clothes and twice the money, I would tell you um, pack as lightly as you think you can get away with and leave space in your suitcase because there's going to be something you're going to find that's going to want to come home with you. Absolutely. There's a lot more we could do. I'm sure there's tons of tips we can give people. but I, I could do trip-specific trip. Specific trip uh, tips. Tips. But I think the big thing is you once you book this – from the point of booking and making your deposit, there's not a lot you or I can do between that and getting closer to final payment. There's going to be things like you have to provide all of the information that's necessary, uh, you know, an emergency contact, your passport information on certain adventures where things like bike riding are included. They're going to want to know your height. 
to get you the right size bike. So those are the things that we would work on between your booking. But you are in charge of asking them those questions at the appropriate time right. and getting that information. Maybe they don't have really, to worry about. No, it's not that you have to tell me everything you think right. I need to know. ABD is really good about sending a sheet out that says this is the information that we need. So those are the kind of things we do. Um, everything else then would be on you. Do some research about where you're going uh Learn a little bit about where you're going. I think knowledge is a good thing. It we makes you a, appreciate what you see even more. We did a travel odds and ends show, and we said, you know, learn a little bit of a language. If you're going to a foreign country, exchange your money. We gave tips about all that stuff. All right, let's move on. This will be our last question for Adventures by Disney question and answer show. And it is, if I could only afford to take one Adventures by Disney trip, which one would you recommend? I'm going to start with Tracy. Which one would you recommend? I think it depends. I think if you want to stay North America, if you're not quite ready for a Europe trip, some people are not. Um, I think Backstage Magic, especially if you're a Disney fan, I think Backstage Magic is like the gateway drug. Absolutely. Um, I think that's the starting point. If you wanted to venture off into Europe and you... For me, there's a couple of adventures by Disney trips that I want to take in places that I wouldn't be comfortable going on my own, yeah, and I would be point. very comfortable under that umbrella. So if you've not been to Europe before, making your first European vacation with Adventures by Disney would give you a level of security and comfort that I think you would enjoy. And for that trip, only kind of basing on where I've been, I would say Italy. I think that Italy trip is so well done and so well paced and gives you such... Um, and I'm talking about, I know there's a couple Italy trips, but I'm talking about the one that did Rome, Florence, and Venice. Yeah. You um, talk about backstage magic being the gateway drug to Adventures by Disney. That Italy trip was the gateway drug for our love of Europe. Right. For us wanting to visit more places in Europe. I think it also made us more comfortable Travel. visiting other places in Europe. Yeah. Things we've done that were not Adventures by Disney. It just... It made us more comfortable. Yeah. Craig, what about you? Of your trips, which one would you recommend? Um, I agree with everything you guys said about Backstage Magic. Um, that's definitely the way to start. Uh, I'm going to break off, though, since the only other one I've done outside of that is Central Europe. I love that. If I could go back again in a heartbeat, I absolutely would uh, over and over again. I've heard great things about uh, just the Germany-only itinerary that you guys did, too. Love that. Um, and I would love to do that. But like Tracy, I would want to use ABD to go somewhere that I'm not comfortable with. So probably something like your China trip coming up. That's what I would want to do. Because uh, after going to Europe the first time, I know different different places have different ways of working. So, But as a whole, I never felt uncomfortable being in that setting, um, whereas China feels so I, foreign. It feels so foreign, um, yeah. and you know, I think I could even get away with Tokyo on my own. But I don't know about a place like China, or they have the Vietnam trip, right? Mm -hmm. Like they some do. some place like that. That's where I would really want to use it. South Africa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The South, the South Africa trip is my bucket list. Trip. Is it really? It really There's is no my bucket list. Mine trip. too, and that's what he keeps saying to me. I have no desire to go there. You and two I think go together. I have clients doing it this summer, and I cannot wait to hear how they loved it. I just, that that adventure is my bucket list one, what and I would only be comfortable doing it with Adventures by Disney. One of your uh, really good clients, Kevin McGrory, has done that trip, and he mm -hmm. raves about it. Mm -hmm. He's I've talked to him about trips. it. Yeah, Kevin, what about you? Mine is not an easy answer. I think the backstage magic trip, if you're a Disney fan, it's... It's kind of something you owe yourself. You travel Walt's journey from Hollywood to um, Disneyland. Disneyland in the movies. And you get to see things that you only get to see with Adventures by Disney. You get into Imagineering. That doesn't happen unless you're with Adventures by Disney. For, for the diehard Disney fan, this is a great trip. If you're a casual Disneyland visitor who's looking to explore the parks day in and day out, this is not the right trip. This is a in in-depth look backstage. Uh, up until last summer, I would have told you if you could only afford to take one to do the Italy trip. I think the Italy trip is perfect. Uh, you get to see Rome, which is very busy. You get to see Florence and Tuscany, which is sort of beautiful countryside. And you get to see Venice. And Venice is, in my opinion, one of the most special places in the world. I joke around with people that if you're going to Venice, book extra nights because you're never going to have enough time. You're always going to be feeling, you're always going to feel cheated 
if you leave, when you have early. to leave when you have to leave there's always another couple things you could have done venice is special after last summer i would say that the italy switzerland trip oh yeah jumped really high on my list and i would say that's because of it, the Italy portion was beautiful. The Switzerland portion was beautiful. You get to go to a little town in the middle of the trip called Zermatt. And that, to me, was what travel is about. And I thought John and I were the only ones that were affected by it. People were setting their alarms and going out on their balconies, and we could see each other, to watch the sunrise on the Matterhorn. Uh, one night we were all having our dinner in the hotel and someone screamed, the moon is out and there's no clouds. And our entire group stood up as a group and ran outside to take pictures of the Matterhorn. We took a train, uh, up to a, an adjacent mountain, a cogwheel train. And when they first told us we were going to take a train up to the mountain so we could see the Matterhorn, my reaction was, I can see the Matterhorn from my hotel room. It was one of the most special days I've ever spent in my entire life. And again, I thought I was alone. I have since been told by the people on the trip that we all felt that way. So I would say the Italy-Switzerland trip, I would tell you if you're interested in food and you like German food, I think the Germany trip had the best food I've had on any adventure. But I have a love of German, German food. Um, I'm very excited, like Craig. I'm very excited about the China trip, mm -hmm. but I am not intimidated by travel pretty much anywhere. I don't know why, but China has intimidated me. And I think it's because I don't know that much about it. I don't know anything about the language. I don't speak Chinese other than like restaurant Chinese. Um, so I'm very, very happy to be going with ABD. So I think any place you want to go, if you have a desire to go there, I think ABD is a great way to learn and to do that. And I'm going to finish up by telling you one thing. I think once you leave the country, you get a much larger sense of the world. At least that's how it affected me. I think sometimes people become very insulated and that the world revolves around where you live. And that the way you do things is the right way. I think once you start to travel outside of that bubble, the world becomes a much broader and grander place. And I think Adventures by Disney does a really good job of bringing that to you. I agree. I cannot say it any better than all of you have said. Those of you pretty much took all of my answers. So we are going to end it on that note. Thank you guys very much. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We truly appreciate it. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.